The following podcast may not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, do you remember how obsessed I've always been with the radio show Coast to Coast? Uh, yeah, those of us that are closest to you aren't allowed to forget. <laughs> I'm not that bad. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> anyway, I was re-listening to a show recently and it was about Mel's Hole. Super strange tale of a very ominous and seemingly bottomless hole on a man named Mel's property. Coast to Coast AM with Art Bell and his guest, Mel Waters, and the story of Mel's Hole, the bottomless pit in Washington State. Wow. You're listening to Unexplained Realms, the podcast. She's your host, Anne. And he's your co-host and producer, Eddie Lee. Well, let's jump into this massive rabbit hole of a story that I'm sure is going to suck us in. <laughs> right. Well, the story of this bottomless hole began on February 21st of 1997. A man named Mel Waters appeared on the Coast to Coast AM show hosted by Art Bell. He claimed to own property in a rural area, specifically nine miles west of Ellensburg, Washington. On his property, he stated, there was a hole with an unknown depth, though he was sure it was at least 80,000 feet in depth. Mel explained to the host that he had measured the depth of the hole by using a fishing line and a weight. When the line arrived at 80,000 feet, roughly 15 miles, Okay, let me stop you right there. (laughs) Who has 80,000 feet of fishing line on a reel? No, I do not think I got to call BS on this because I don't think (laughs) there's any reel, any roll of that has that much reach. I don't know. Okay. But once he had reached 80,000 feet or roughly 15 miles, he still had not reached the bottom. He also went on to state that he felt the hole had paranormal properties, claiming that a local hunter in the area had tossed his dead dog into the hole. And just a few hours later, the hunter witnessed this dog alive running through the woods, but it wouldn't come to him when called. Cuckoo! Cuckoo! (laughs) Holy shit. A real-life pet cemetery scenario. Sounds like it. Mel was a former shark fisherman and was determined to at least attempt to measure the hole. This is when he used the fishing line to measure, but also wanted to determine if there was water in the hole. 
With the fishing line, he attached a roll of candy, lifesavers, and lowered it down. He allowed the candy to go into the hole 1,500 feet, hoping the candy would come back up wet from water or any liquid present in the hole. Though once the candy had come back up, he determined there was no water in the hole at 1,500 feet. Mel had also told the Coast to Coast show that he had seen a black beam of light coming out of the hole. And at times, if one held a portable radio near the hole, the radio would play programs and music from the past. If metal were to be held close to the hole, it would be transformed, the metal into different types of metal or substance. Due to the hold's paranormal properties, Mel claimed that the U.S. federal agents eventually seized his land. Sometime after Mel accepted this buyout of his property, you could look up public satellite images of Ellensburg, Washington that were on the U.S. terror server. Though the images of Mel's land had large blocks of white covering them, to be clear to listeners, the Terror Server is a United States-based website that is part of the world's largest online database. It provides free public access to maps and aerial photos of the United States. Yes, a very interesting website. It's used a lot in real estate transactions. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, remember, daytime realtor. <laughs> Though in regards to Mel's property, I wondered if certain land was blocked out on the maps because it may have been part of the Yakima military training base nearby. Hmm. Possibly. During the time of this ownership of the hole on his property, he was contacted by a group of Native Americans from the state of Nevada. After this communication, Mel went to Nevada to visit in September of 2001. While visiting, he noticed these people were impoverished, but had grown plants to serve as natural medicine. They were interested in Mel's knowledge of plants. Though he stated the only plants that did well for him were those that grew near the hole. After comparing plants, the villagers took Mel to the land that also had a similar hole as he did. They explained this land was where Basque families had settled at one time. And Basque, as in members of people who lived in both Spain and France, basically along the areas bordered by the Bay of Biscay. These days, except for those inclined to make things go boom, <laughs> Right. Most have migrated to South America and the United States. Right. These particular Basques had been raising sheep in Nevada since the 1800s and claimed the hole had been there as long as they can remember. They considered this hole to be spiritual. There were some differences in this hole and in Mel's hole. 
This one was only nine feet wide and there was metal around it, as well as lining it. The metal produced a bit of warmth as well. The group claimed the hole was sound canceling and you could never hear an echo or sound of an object hitting the bottom. It was also said that animals would not go near the hole and seemed afraid of it, just like Mel's hole. They witnessed a black beam of light coming out of it. Based on this, Mel and the villagers began to experiment with the hole. Their first experiment included a bucket of store-bought ice. They lowered the bucket full of it into the hole about 1,500 feet. They kept another bucket full of the same ice with them at the surface of the hole. They waited for the bucket at the surface to melt about halfway. Then they brought the bucket in the hole out to the surface to compare the two. Once the bucket was brought up from the hole, they realized that the ice had not melted and it was still solid ice. It was lukewarm. Bewildered, they tried a second experiment with the ice. They attempted to cook the ice over a fire, but the ice that they brought from the hole did not melt. Instead, it caught on fire. More of a flicker than a flame, or fully on fire. But the bucket of ice continued to burn for quite some time. One villager even took some of the ice to burn in his stove to keep his cabin warm. Over time, repeating the experiment only produced mixed results. One of the villagers volunteered to lower himself into the pit, but this was risky, so they lowered a sheep into the hole instead. The sheep panicked and kicked and screamed, making it almost impossible to complete the task. The villagers knocked the sheep out and continued. Though it woke as its crate was lowered into the hole. Once the animal was about 1,500 feet in the hole, they could all feel a vibration coming from the metal in the hole. Leaving the animal in the hole for nearly 30 minutes, they finally brought it back up to the surface. The sheep was now dead. It appeared normal with no physical damage. The Basque village butcher dissected the sheep near the hole and it appeared that it had been cooked from the inside out. 
there appeared to be a large growth inside the sheep as well. Once the growth was removed, it appeared to be pulsating. Cutting open the growth, they found something that appeared to be a fetus with human-looking eyes. It was alive and connected to an umbilical cord. Fearful, the villagers wanted to kill the creature, but instead detached the umbilical cord. Mel claimed he felt it was a miracle and picked the creature up and placed it on the ground. Mel and the villagers claimed the creature studied them as if it had some type of superior intelligence. They stood near the creature for two hours, studying it. They felt it seemed compassionate when it looked at them. At one point, the creature made its way back to the hole and then plunged itself into the hole. They then dumped the sheep's remains back into the hole as well. Mal believed the creature had healing powers. Prior to his visit to Nevada, he was diagnosed with esophageal cancer. He was given six months to live. After his visit to Nevada and the hole, his cancer had disappeared. Before leaving the village and the hole, a Basque elder gave him a gift. He placed it in Mel's hand. It was in a red envelope. And when Mel finally looked at the gift, he found that it was a 1943 Roosevelt dime. There are so many tales surrounding the hole at the Basque village, like the dead sheep. After being thrown back in, it emerges multiple times and then dives back in. And the burning ice one of the villagers used caused his stove to crash through the floorboards of his home. Wow. Mm. And even communicating with the dead sheep that emerged. They communicated with it through a radio by recording it and hearing pulsating tones. Mel Waters, who had the original hole, believes the creature from the Basque village may be a legendary Native American creature that lives under the surface of the earth and can travel between many earths. You can hear Mel Waters on an old episode of Coast to Coast AM. Though, at one point, a local news reporter investigated Melwaters and could find no public records of anyone by that name. Nor could they find any property owned by anyone of that name. A geologist with the State Department of Natural Resources, Jack Powell, stated at one point that the hole could not exist. It was geologically impossible. 
Were these holes really supernatural portals? Or all urban legends? I suppose we leave this to the realms of the unexplained. Now that one was crazy. <laughs> you never know. Native Ameri- Native Americans had so many legends and tales. Could it be possible there were creatures under the surface of the earth? I don't but know. But I'm thinking either cuckoo, cuckoo. <laughs> I don't know. Or aliens. I would love to go to these locations and see for ourselves, though. Yeah, for sure. That would be interesting. Okay, but listen. If some creepy creature crawls out of the hole, I am so out of there. Let's go. <laughs> have a shot of tequila yeah, right <laughs> going yeah. underground doesn't sound that appealing no not at all <laughs> if you're new you can visit us at unexplainedrealms.com facebook instagram youtube twitter and tiktok and don't forget to smash those like subscribe and follow buttons and don't forget to hit the show notifications button on Spotify so you can get reminders when we drop a new episode don't forget to click on our sponsors links when visiting unexplainedrealms.com with a variety of brands and products to choose from and the most exclusive deals just for you This podcast is supported by Anchor.fm and V Media Studios.